What's your favorite scary movie? Stop Horror Time, the podcast where two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. Welcome back, everyone, to our now monthly uh, podcast. Hello. Hey. Hope everyone had a decent Valentine's Day, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're into that. Um, so for this month, we are covering 2009's the orf or no it's not the orphan it's just orphan <laughs> I, I already fucked up i was talking to l off mic about how i couldn't find this on letterbox at first because i typed in the orphan and it's like no we don't know what you're talking about so it's just, it's just orphan <laughs> so this is one of the rarities of something that l had seen and i hadn't going in i had heard about it obviously and i unfortunately knew the twist going in and i'm wondering how that like affected my enjoyment of it, if anything. So, and we usually talk spoilers on here, but for this one especially, there's going to be spoiler talk, I assume. Um, But it's so, Orphan is about, there's this, this couple, this family, they, they have two kids, but they recently, or they had like a miscarriage on their third one. And it's Vera Farmiga and, and Peter Sarsgaard. And she's just like, it deeply affected her and she's just like heartbroken over it. And so like when the movie opens, it's them looking to adopt um, kind of just like to replace or whatever, you know, like <laughs> the, the, the way she phrases it, she wants to put the love that she had for that stillborn and put it to a, a kid that needs a home. Yeah. And so they find, they go to this like uh, Catholic orphanage and meet this, uh, Russian orphan <laughs> they're like immediately taken to and adopt her and but things are not as they seem as we no. will learn um, <laughs> and of course it's like it's always the it's the mom that like that starts to sense all of this it's kind of from her point of view and everyone's like it's she's fine she's just a kid and you know whatever um yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'll start just by asking you like what you like about this and why you chose it and wanted to talk about it. Um, I really liked uh, Isabel Furman's performance in it. Um, she was pretty young when she made this. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was really well done. I don't know. I just, I was a movie that I liked. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, it's not one I super loved or anything. But I enjoyed it enough that, you know, it, there had been some time since I had first seen it. And it was years ago that I'd first seen this and I was like I wonder if my feelings about this have changed at all or if I have a different viewpoint on it um and I did I do have a different way viewpoint on it uh <laughs> fuck that dad by the way right um, oh my <laughs> god like, you get what you deserve Dude, like I'm like honestly when she sta- started just stabbing him I'm like honestly good <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also liked the kids in it, and I actually did mm-hmm. find out that um, the actress that plays Max is uh, deaf, hard of hearing uh, in the yeah. community. Uh, so they actually cast an actual deaf actress for that, and I was like, hey, thank God for that. 
you know she was um, she was oh my god she was adorable i she is i was bummed to she look was... up and see that like she really didn't do anything else besides like a resident evil movie but yeah but yeah sorry i, I interrupted you no you're fine um i forgot i didn't know that it was vera farmiga in this film <gasps> when i first watched it because i hadn't known she... her from yeah. <laughs> and known yeah. her from uh the conjuring films and all that stuff but she's done a, she's done a lot of demonic and like uh horrendous horrendous children movies like more than <laughs> anybody else and i'm just like good for her i hope it's not a typecast <laughs> or anything um but did you know that leonardo dicaprio produced this uh yeah when i was looking up trivia for <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> how random of it all what? like yeah okay <laughs> I I, I, I I just enjoyed it. I think it's just, just fun. Like, even if it's not the best movie, it's at least it's fun to watch, you know, and just this diabolical child just knowing what she's doing. She's, like, got this whole family <laughs> twist around her finger, like, either by threatening them or feigning innocence and shit. And of course, no one wants to believe the mom. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> um, yeah, this definitely rides, on, like, on... On the performances, I think, because like like you said, Isabel Furman was only like twelve or something, I think, and she's this wouldn't she's fucking incredible in it, regardless of how yes. I feel about the film, which was I don't think I liked it. <laughs> I think it well, because here's the thing. First of all, it's too long. There's just it is too long. It, it takes way too long to get to the point where it needs to, which is the last twenty minutes, which is the best part. Yeah. In my opinion, where it gets to go full schlock, full camp, full just like embracing how ridiculous the decision is that they made. Now that being said, okay, because obviously the twist is that she is not an a child at all, but yeah. an Estonian woman with like a rare form of dwarfism that makes her look like a child, which like we don't like let's unpack that. So like here's <laughs> the thing. Like and cuz like this isn't the I think IMDb references this too, but, like, another famous horror movie that has, like, a dwarf killer twist is Don't Look Now, which I think is fucking mm -hmm. so stupid and, like, offensive and, like... So here's the thing, it's so, it's just so, like, I feel like there's two movies at once going on here, because I feel like before the ending it tries to, like, be this, like, well-made, like, well-crafted, like, like, suspense and, like, who done it and, like, what's the secret and everything, and maybe... My like I said, maybe my enjoyment was because I knew the whole time, just because I had heard in mm -hmm. the discussions of this movie. But it, it's just so interesting. We mentioned that there's a deaf actress in this and a deaf character, and this like really great treatment of that the disability. And then on the other hand, you have this like really ableist twist. Yeah. And it's just like, so what is the truth? Because <laughs> if you want to go, like I honestly enjoyed how ridiculous the final twenty minutes are. Um, mm -hmm. It reminded me of, because I had the same, I had a lot of issues, too, with that movie The Prodigy, if you mm -hmm. saw that. But, like, the only times I really liked it was when the kid was just going ape shit and stabbing people, <laughs> and he was, like, hilarious. Like, I'm here <laughs> for that, if that's what you want your movie to be and to know that. But, like, to try to pretend to be, like, serious, and for me to have to watch, like, a full two hours of this woman being gaslit by everyone around her... And Vera Farmiga yeah. is great in it too. Like, oh my god! Because like yeah. the thing, like the difference between that and something like The Invisible Man, I feel like is that there's like a compassion to it. And with this, it was more just like we have to explain why no one believes her, like why mm -hmm. her own husband of like ten plus years believes this child they just adopted over her, like stuff like that. 
Her cheating husband. Her cheating, her cheating husband on his high horse about, I'm going to take the kids away. Like, I'm <laughs> glad you got stabbed. <laughs> also, that kitchen sex scene was so awkward, and I was just, like, <sighs> cringing the entire time. Yeah, like, I remembered that when it started. I was like, oh, wait, I remember this. <laughs> Don't like that. I'm not saying, like, like, more power to you if you're still, like, sexually active with a bunch of kids, but, like, I would never... R.I.P. Like I'm in the in the kitchen. In the kitchen. That's where we eat. I'm like that. That was going through my mind. I'm like that. That's where you eat and shit. <laughs> like, you, you gotta disinfect that counter later. Oh my god. I hope you have Clorox wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're real. Yeah. But yeah. That's... <laughs> Isabel Furman carried this movie. I hope she's doing good. She truly did. Yeah. Like she did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's, like, she just kept doing this uh, entire plot, like, to get adopted by a family and then just, like, completely try to tear them apart. And then she tries to seduce the dad. And when that doesn't work, she's like, okay, fuck it, and just kills them all. And then she just goes and starts again. (laughs) That's another thing. Like, she does all of this just to, to, like, fuck Peter Starsgard. Like, that's the (laughs) end game. Is the bar that (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Well, like... They were supposed to have, they, they wanted to do this um, backstory where it's like when she was younger, she had been like, you know, uh, sexually assaulted by her dad and like, Ugh. it like fucked her up when she was like way little. So she never had a chance to experience it. And so it kind of just cycled back into like, she's trying to find the love from like, that she like thought she needed like from a dad, but it's like kind of a fucked up love uh, that she thinks that she needed. Ugh. And that's why she like. Yeah, she she had a whole like it was supposed to be like a whole slew of backstory and like there's no way you could have put all this into it. Um, well, you could have because then it would have been less on the gaslighting for two hours and then gone crazy uh, at the end. But no, yeah, <laughs> like was, almost... they're making a they're making a prequel, so oh they <laughs> might go into that. She's gonna be I, in it. I mean, I can so. do without. I I mean, I'm glad. I'm honestly glad something like that was cut from this. I can do without any. Like the a go to sexual yeah. assault backstory, um, yeah, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, this, no. yeah, again, this movie was too long. <laughs> I almost wish it was a short or something. Yeah, I know, um, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> but at least we got a brief Margot Martindale appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, and oh man, the adoption agencies were mad when this movie came out. I'll bet! Oh my god! Yeah, they were just, pissed! This movie's just pissing everyone off. Because <laughs> they were just like, this is this is not, like, because they had to put, like, a, like, you know, this is not how adoptions actually go. This is completely <laughs> fiction at the beginning of the movies on the DVD releases. Oh my god! And I was like, damn, you pissed them off that bad! Because then it also kind of relied on, like, a stereotype of the time because like a lot of children from like the uh ussr and like soviet mm-hmm. countries were being adopted by that time and so it was like playing on some kind of like awful stereotype of them being just so violent or like uh, enacting innocent and shit and so I was just like oof that's yeah. not good for you <laughs> that's a choice that's a choice yeah it is so ridiculous how quick the adoption process is in this and how like they know fuck all about her like the, the both the people at the orphanage and and you can tell that that one nun like 
is scared of her, but it's just like, yeah, sure, take her. It's it's fine. And then later she's like, okay, so I may have messed up. Um, but I honestly, like, I think I spent more time spending time with my cat before I adopted him than these people spent talking to this child they were adopting, which is way more, I love my cat. This is way more of a commitment. Yeah. Uh, it got, speaking of how the dad sucks, like, it's so funny to me that he spends the whole movie just, like, not believing his wife and being like, she, like, we can, well, we can't just get rid of her. And then the second, like, that something bad happens between him and her, he's like, I need you out of this house. Yeah. It's just like, oh! Talk about your future. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh you my believe God. her now? <laughs> right? Oh. Wouldn't it have been so good if, like, when she was stabbing him and, like, she was like, do you, like, believe your wife now or something like that? Or said something <laughs> along that line, like, just as he's dying, like, yeah, bitch. Oh my <laughs> do God. you now? St- believe women! Stab! Stab! <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, oh, and I- the fight at the end with the, uh, her and, uh, Vera Farmiga and the pawns and, like, yeah. she, like, kicks her, like, heel back and... <gasps> snaps oh her neck and she's like still alive so she's like she drowns in the pond is basically <laughs> i'm not your fucking mommy i wow. <laughs> like that and like the slap in the hospital like that's what i wanted this whole movie to be if, like if they, since they were going with the choice that they did like that's what yeah. i wanted just full ridiculous schlock like I think I had seen like a gif or something of that that slap in the hospital. It's so <laughs> she's just holding the the Pepsi. She's like, "What did you do?" Smacks <laughs> her. Like, oh my god, I want that on. Loop. Imagine being in that waiting room, like, and you have no idea what the hell's going on. You're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's so funny. S- slap this kid holding a Pepsi. Oh, oh my god. god. When they're at the park and she's in the swing and um. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard talking to that lady that has, like, the low-revealing top and just, like, the look she gave her. She was yeah. just, like, woman-shaming internal. Oh, my God. Dude! Like, she she just, just... I just loved her performance so much in this. And, like, she's just such a terrible, terrible lady acting like a <laughs> nine-year-old child. Oh, man. And the commitment she had to, like, the entire thing, too, by, like... Putting her arm in like that um, Oof. thing and then like breaking it, like yeah. to convince, like oh my god, the commitment, the, the rage. She's like, putting she... in the work. <laughs> she is. Oh man. Um. What else? Okay, I'm trying to think of other stuff that I didn't like. Also necessarily, like yeah, definitely the whole like thing surrounding the adoption was. I was just like, oh, that's not good. Um. But it, yeah, th- men suck. <laughs> Believe your wife. We'll say this every episode. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just it's I'm. I don't know what to think because like everyone has been, at least in like from what I've seen, people in the horror community talking about that this is like some like underrated gem or something. And then I watched it. and I'm like, is it? <laughs> Not really. No. Are we sure? At <laughs> um, <clears throat> the. I don't know how... I was surprised to see Dark Castle produce this, because I, I was like, oh, yeah. they were still making movies back then? Um, <laughs> wow. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> was there anything else that, like... Cause when was the last time you had seen this? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. 
I think it was, like, maybe a couple years after it came out or so. Okay. So I'm pretty sure, like, it was, it was long enough ago that I was watching it with one of my friends that lived over in the UK, and we didn't have any way to share a screen, or we didn't have that ability yet, so we had Skype on, and we had to play our movies at the same time. Oh, yeah. I think I was watching that, and at that time, I was pretty, I was like, maybe I just didn't really understand or didn't have, like, you know, the mindset I have today, because I was just like, oh, maybe mm -hmm. the dad survived, or, like, some miraculous way, and, and my friend's like, no, nah, I think he's dead, and now I'm just like, yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah. Get out. <laughs> she literally, like, walks in and sees him, like, in a pool of his own blood, and she's like, uh, hey, whatever his name is, uh, <laughs> like, as if he's gonna respond. John! Jo yeah, John, like, John, I'm like, he is dead, man. This man's dead. No, yeah. I just wanted to revisit it after just it being so long. I, I remembered a fair amount of it, but just, like, I forgot so uh -huh. much. <gasps> and the cutting of the roses off of their <gasps> dead child's oh plant. Holy shit. I forgot about that. God, the, the second she said, like, the, these we planted her ashes, and as long as these are here, she'll be alive. I'm like, oh, R.I.P. to those roses. Something's gonna happen. Chekhov's gonna get loaded oh, right there. Diabolical. Oh, my God. Terrible, 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 terrible. I was just like, oh my god. But, uh, although it, this is not based off of any true story, there are stories like this that have happened. <laughs> There's one that actually happened two years before this movie even came out. Um, in 2007, six people were charged with, uh, There's this is gonna have, like, child abuse mentioned. Not, I don't think it's sexual, just abuse in general. Um, so six people were charged with the violent abuse of young children in the Czech Republic of the three children that were rescued. Uh, it turns out the 13-year-old Adam was actually a 34-year-old woman, uh, Barbara Skorlov, uh, pretending to be a young boy who was formerly adopted by the family. She was found to be one of the abusers of her two younger brothers, air quotes, uh, Andre and Jakob. The boys spoke in court about how they were beaten with belts, burnt with cigarettes, and their abusers had even tried to drown them. Uh, the mother of the kids, Clara Amarova, admitted to torturing them, although she stated that Sklorova and her sister Katerina had manipulated her. And there's also the second case that happened in 2010 of Natalia Barnett. Uh, she was adopted by Christine and Michael Barnett, who are now divorced, uh, from Lafayette, Indiana. They have three sons. One of them had autism. Uh, and when they adopted Natalia, they were told that she was a six-year-old Ukrainian girl living with a rare form of dwarfism. Uh, oh my god. They were, yeah, I was like, ah. I mean, oh, is shit. This, did this, like, directly inspire the movie? This was a year after the movie came out. Oh, a year after? Oh my god. What the yeah, hell? Uh, they were informed that she had been in the USA for two years and that her previous adoptive family gave her up for, quote, unquote, undisclosed reasons. Uh, not even a year had passed before Christine started claiming that Natalia had tried poisoning her, pushing her into an electric fence, and also threatened to stab the family in their sleep. Uh, according to Christine, Natalia had clear physiological signs that implied she was much older than she claimed, which she said she she had been gotten that verified by the doctors. However, this is a highly controversial case since Natalia denied Christine's claims. Uh, Natalia has also accused the family of abandoning and neglecting her when she was supposed to be eight years old. This ultimately got Christine and Michael charged by the state of Indiana. Uh, they eventually moved to Canada in 2013 and they left her alone in an apartment in Lafayette. According to Christine, Natalia was 22 years old and scammed the family into taking care of her. 
There's a huge debate about her age, especially because medical and health professionals' findings have been inconsistent. Um, so you can see why would, uh, anyone would think that Orphan was based off of one of these cases. Um, and actually, Natalia Barnett did open up in 2019 with Dr. Phil uh, <laughs> about her plight with the Barnetts. She denied any of the accusations that uh, she was a threat to the family. Uh, she said she never threatened to harm them in any way. Uh, she said she was 18 years old in 2013, and she said she ate canned food for a year, uh, living alone. She has been taken in, um, by Antoine Mans and his wife, Cynthia. Uh, it's not clear when they took her into their care, but they applied to become her legal guardians in 2016. Uh, but they were forced to withdraw the petition since her year of birth is legally considered to be 1989 and not 2003. Uh, as of 2021, she lives with the Mansas and their five children in Indiana. According to a family friend, the Mansas are doing their best they can for Natalia, but are constantly facing hurdles. Uh, and they've stated that she has not been, never been a threat to of the family. Mm. So that's that's the more info case. Like tried to find more about uh, the 2007 one, but there wasn't really a lot on it. But like, if you look at their pictures, you could see why would people would think that they were children. Because they, they do look very, very young. Like, they do look like they're not even preteens at all. But, you know, yeah, the second one, I was like, are you sure this was in 2010? Because <laughs> it sounded way too close. Dang. It's some crazy shit. Like, this is not, of course, what happens in all adoptions. Like, yeah. this is just extremely, like, this, not even, like, on the radar. Like, this is crazy. Uh, outside of most most adoptions, because I have I have friends that are adopted or have family that's adopted, they're like they're normal people. <laughs> These people will just scam and shit, but it's not something that would happen in in your state probably. So adoption, <laughs> adoption is good. Is good. <laughs> oh my God. Please keep adopting people because there yeah. are children that do need you know older children especially that yeah. need adopted because uh, they're much harder. Then, like, because people, most of the time, they want babies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I said if I ever uh, wanted to adopt uh, somebody, I'd adopt, like, a young teen or something. Because I feel like they get overlooked a lot. So. So that's, uh, that for that section. But I don't think that this is a gay film. No. <laughs> I ah! mean, unless, unless, unless I can call Vera Farmiga mommy. No, this, uh... <laughs> Let her. We gotta do something gay soon. This we do. <laughs> we do have to do something gay soon. I have something I in mind, but I'll talk about it off mic. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Hey. Uh, well. So, do we have last, any last thoughts? Last thought? What? Oh. <laughs> I was God. We said one brain cell. Yeah. <laughs> last thoughts on the or on or. Oh, what there is no movie called The Orphan. Oh, an you're Orphan! Gonna, uh, you're just gonna have to make a film called The Orphan so that way you'll finally be out there. I am. My my final <laughs> thoughts are um, much to think about. Adoption <laughs> is good, but, but despite what this movie is trying to say, and uh, dudes suck, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're down, if you don't have really anything else to do, it's at least it's a fun watch, and uh, you get to see Isabella Isabel Furman, when she was really young. She's got so many movies that are in post-production right now. She's got Escape really? Room 2. Um, oh, so, shit! Um, yeah. 
I and loved Escape Room. So. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Good for her. Yes. Um, yeah, it's. I. I think this would also be a good uh, game for like a drinking game, honestly, with friends. So, I. That's that's pretty much my final thoughts too. What like, would the drinking God game the casting. be? Drink every time you feel this is too long. <laughs> every time she gaslights mom, take a drink. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so let's shall we wind down then sure all right uh would you like to go first or sure i mean i've watched a lot of things because i'm unemployed right now and in a pandemic (laughs) but Uh -uh. horror wise at least let's see i finally watched amulet that's been on hulu for a while it's romolaga rise directorial debut oh my god um it oh i'm intrigued already do you know what it is I I don't know. I like I've heard the name before, but it's um, I'm like hearing your your thoughts. Oh my god. I don't want to get too much into it because it takes a swerve that I like did not expect or know about at all and by the end I was literally just like what the fuck <laughs> and had to like watch God's Own Country to calm down because it's the same actor. It's um Alec Oh. Alec Sicarinu? Oh god, I butchered that. I'm so sorry. Anyways, I want him to play Dracula. But anyways, so he's like this... He's this, like, homeless uh, ex-soldier in London. He gets this job, like, like, fixing up the house where this woman and her sick mom lives. Um... That's all you should know about going in, I think. But it's on Hulu. No, nothing else. I will say there like trigger warnings to look into for it but it okay. um, i by the by the end of it i'm like is ramola garai okay <laughs> um <laughs> and i can't wait to see what she does next i also watched saint maud um also bananas just a lot mm-hmm. of like ugh, women <laughs> <laughs> i've also oh i watched network for the first time that slapped anyways um <laughs> i I watched. A, I've been watching a lot of um, Frederick March movies because I think he's neat, including <laughs> Death Takes a Holiday. If you want something horror adjacent, mm. what else? Oh my God! Barb and Star Go to the Vista del Mar is the hardest I have laughed in a long time. At least like in terms of a new movie, the the Kristen Wiig movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I watched Dead Pigs. I got to give a shout out to Dead Pigs. Uh, the Kathy Ann movie that she made before Birds of Prey, her debut, finally got released oh, on yes. movie. Yeah. So I snatched up that free trial for movie to watch it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've watched a lot. There's even more, but I won't take too much of your time. Uh, so I, I also have been watching a fair amount of movies. Um, I wa- I read, uh, oh. Beloved by Toni Morrison, okay. um, which I I've never read before and. Um, it's a different style of writing, but it was one that I was able to follow. Um, and it's almost kind of stream of consciousness writing, but it's done like fairly well. So I, I enjoyed reading it. Um, it's probably not for everybody, but if you get into it and you like it, it would, it'd be a good book to check out. Uh, I also read Nosferatu by Joe, uh, Joe Hill. Um, and I've read, I've read that and I was, cause I have, uh, the show saved on Shudder mm-hmm. and I looked it up because I wanted to see okay how different are they making this from the book because I know they're gonna fucking make this different big difference 
huge difference from the book, so I don't know if I'll watch it, but yay, Zachary Quinto as the main antagonist. I'm down. Um, so now I'm rereading the Aragon uh, Inheritance uh, series uh, by written by Christopher Paolini. Uh, the first book is Aragon, which came back out in 2006, I want to say. He was 19 years old when he wrote it, oh, wow. and I was like, what have I done recently? <laughs> Uh, because I never did read the last book, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just reread this, and then I can yell about the movie again, because that was just absolute garbage nightmare. The only good thing about that movie was the dragon, her voice actress, and her coloring, and that was really about it, and even then, it was still not the greatest. Um, so as far as, uh, movies, I watched, uh, I got back on my AFI, watched The Grapes of Wrath, uh, and Mr. Smith goes to Washington, and Tim, during Mr. Smith goes to Washington, I was like, yeah, fuck him up, Jimmy, let's go, when he was in the Congress. Ah, uh, love, love Claude Rains, and that, that was really good. <gasps> Claude Rains. Good to see him. <laughs> it was like, Claude Rains, I saw him, I was like, yes, there he is. Um, and then I watched this movie called His House, which I believe oh, is on Netflix. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, it's, it's horror, but it's also like, I don't really know how to describe it. I think it's just one that you should just watch and just don't don't know anything going into okay. it because I liked the way that it it played out. Uh, and then I watched High Noon by with Gary Cooper in it, uh, which was interesting because if you actually do play it at a certain time, like before, like at like ten fifty, it'll like go right to noon exactly on the dot. Does it suit uh, up the dark side of the moon as well? Oh, man, I gotta check that one out. Um, and then my dad put on the original True Grit, because uh, he saw that it was on Prime, and he was just like, oh, I haven't seen this in ages. It is a little different from the remake. I'd never seen the original True Grit, um, but it's Sean Wayne's in it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. He's not, he's not Jeff Bridges, Rooster Cogburn, but who could be? Um, then I watched 1960s Peeping Tom. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what a doozy. Creepy shit. Oh, uh, I can't believe. <laughs> it's so creepy. Notable for being, like, the first slasher, like, allegedly, if not counting, like, the yeah. creepy films or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it fucking destroyed Michael Powell's career, but honestly, like, what a way to go. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, it was so creepy. Someone's like, yeah, the camera is his dick. And I was like, I think we all got that. No. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Um, and then I think the last film that I watched um, was Possessor. That came out, like, a, not That's too long ago. Cronenberg's like, son, right? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. <laughs> okay. It's interesting. Um... It's not one that I particularly, like, would probably watch again. I just decided to watch it because I was just like, fuck it, I need a horror movie to watch while I get dressed. Yeah. Um, and, but it's, it was fun. I will give it that. Like, I like the idea that, like, they, ha there's this, there's this company that can, uh, implant these, uh, like, some kind of implant into the target's brain, and then they can... Uh, have assassins basically like sync to it so that way they're controlling the body and then they pull out put out hits on like families and then the when the main target that they're inhabiting dies uh they get sent back to their body and there's no connection to them um 
Sean Bean was in this. When he showed up, I was like, him! <laughs> did I will say he did not die in this movie, and I was like, great, we can add another one to the list of films he does not die in. Um, but other than that, I haven't been up to too much. Uh, when we're recording this, it's a day after my birthday, so I'm finally 26 hey. years old. Feels weird, because it feels like I haven't aged at all. <laughs> Another year well, around gonna, the sun. It's going to feel weirder when, like you mentioned last time, we're going to have to change the intro in July because I won't be a 20-something anymore. And then I <laughs> walked into traffic when you said that. <laughs> Speaking of walking into traffic, somebody was talking oh. about... Um, <laughs> somebody was talking about... Um, oh, what was it? It was like a Clive... It was talking about Clive Barker films and... Uh, Hellraiser and stuff, and I was like, I said, mm-hmm. my friend once said every time they watched a Clive Barker film, they wanted to walk into traffic, and I was like, still holds, because every time I've seen one after that, yeah, I'm just that like, was me. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> I was like, I said that. I was like, that was that was you. That's why I was like, oh yes, that reminds me. It's like, yeah, anytime I watched a Clive Barker film after I read that, after I read your comment, I was like, yes, this still does hold. This comment still holds. I do want to walk into traffic. <laughs> oh my god. I still can't wait for the uh, Candyman, though. I'm so excited for that Oh, still. I'm waiting for Nia DaCosta's Candyman. I need it. Please. And then my dad and I kind of watched the last couple James Bond movies because they were on TV. So I got to watch oh. Skyfall, which was the best. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> and then my dad is so, he's, he's like the Judy, the Judge Judy gift, like tapping on her watch. <laughs> Was for no time to die to come out. So, I mean, like, we all. Bitch, me too. <laughs> bitch, I was like, me too, man. I know. I know. <laughs> I literally, I am surviving this pandemic so I can finally watch No Time to Die. Like that's been <laughs> my goal. I have to see this in the Grave Night with Dev Patel because it will be the summer of Dev Patel. God damn <laughs> it's not it. going to be a summer of Dev Patel, you stupid slut. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, uh, (laughs) wear a mask, be safe, everyone. We'll see you uh, next month. Um, You can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. And you can find me at LM Designs on Twitter, as well as uh, the podcast there at Horror Time Pod and on Facebook, Stop Horror Time Pod. Uh, If you like what we do, uh, totally give us a share or a rating or just recommend us to somebody uh, because we totally love to reach more uh, audience members and we're great for people that want to know more about horror movies but don't want to watch them uh and so we will see you guys next month stay safe and we hope to inform you about our next movie pretty soon bye, bye.